Hello, my name is Mary Clay, and I've never read Lord of the Rings until now. Here's how it happened. I'm a big podcast nerd. I love podcasts, and I'm constantly coming up with names and ideas for podcasts, regardless of whether or not I'm actually going to make them. One day, I'm circling the Target parking lot, as a white girl does, and it hits me. That's what I'm talking about. I thought, wow, someone should have a Lord of the Rings podcast called That's What I'm Talking About. And then I thought, I could have a Lord of the Rings podcast called That's What I'm Talking About. You see, normally when I think of podcast ideas, I laugh about it and then move on with my life. Like with my Flat Earthers podcast, where I infiltrate a Flat Earth Facebook group, read their insane thoughts, and have a scientist on to debunk their theories as to why the Earth is, apparently, a frisbee. It's called The Podcast Heard Round the World. Get it? Because the Earth is it's round. Anyway, normally my Aries energy prevents me from following through with a good idea. Or any idea for that matter, but this one stuck with me. I found myself imagining that I could actually have a podcast, and it's that same Aries energy that prompted me to order the books, I bought a microphone, and now we're here. So here's the plan. I'll read the Lord of the Rings books bit by bit. Each week, I'll have a guest on who loves Lord of the Rings, or maybe they hate it, and then we'll chat about shires and hobbits and rings and swords and dragons... Is that what's in this book? I really have no idea, but that's it. Pretty simple. I suspect some of you might be thinking, this sounds cool, but I've never read Lord of the Rings, so I can't listen. Yes, you totally can listen. Contrary to popular belief, there is no required reading for this podcast. Each episode, my guest and I will go through and chat about each chapter and discuss what happens. Think of it like spark notes. You'll be able to follow along and learn about main plot points, but you might miss the finer details. Alternatively, I invite you to read along with me. If you've always wanted to read Lord of the Rings, but feel like you don't have the time or you just haven't ever gotten around to it, this is the perfect opportunity because I'll be reading it one chapter at a time. I mean, that's that's how you read all books. You read it, you read all books one chapter at a time, but you know what I mean. It's a slow pace that even the busiest of people can keep up with. Now, given how little I know about this series, I'm going to try my best to avoid spoilers. And while I know spoilers are inevitable, I'm sure it'll happen at some point, I ask you, dear listener, to help me with this by not tagging me in posts or sending me questions about things that I don't know yet. Just don't be that person at the Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince book release that got the book and flipped to the end and then got on a bullhorn and said, Snape kills Dumbledore. Just don't be that person. Just don't. And by the way, if you've never read Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, um... Well, Snape kills Dumbledore. Anyway, before I open the first book, before I even read the first word, I want to talk about what I know first and make some predictions. I've only seen the first movie, and I did not like it. I thought it was long and slow, and they didn't even get to Mount Doom. I thought for sure they were getting there by the end of the first movie, and then there was like 10 minutes left and they weren't even anywhere near the mountain or volcano or whatever it is. And a friend said, well, what did you think the other two movies are about? And I said, well, they get there and then complications arise and then they have to resolve them. You know, like pretty much every other form of media, like the Hunger, the Hunger Games are in the first book and then they have to work to resolve complications that arise after the Hunger Games. 
So considering I have a problem, right off the bat with the pacing of this series, I might take issue here. But then again, J.R.R. Tolkien is like the father of fantasy writing. I'm pretty sure he knew what he was doing, so these can't be bad books. Side note, there's going to be a lot of mispronunciation on this podcast, including of the author's name. Tolkien, Tolkien, who's to say? I'm pretty sure it's actually Tolkien. I recognize the council has made a decision, but given that it's a stupid decision, I've elected to ignore it. Now, what do I know? Well, basically nothing. I know there's a demon gremlin creature named Gollum. I know that hobbits have like 12 meals a day. I know that the ring is evil or something, like it corrupts you with knowledge. Or is that what it is? You know, maybe I don't actually know anything. Gandalf is basically pre-Dumbledore. There's a song about potatoes, I've been told. There's a hot dragon voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch, and one does not simply walk into Mordor. That's essentially it. Now for some predictions. I predict that I'll get annoyed that the single plot line of finding the rings or destroying the rings or whatever it is is stretched out over three books. Then again, the single plot line of defeating Voldemort is stretched out over seven books, and those are amazing. So maybe this won't be too bad either. On second thought, I also predict that I'm going to make a lot of Harry Potter references throughout this series. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, in case you can't tell by now. And I think it's only natural that I'm going to make some comparisons here or there, because I think Harry Potter is a pretty similar fantasy cultural touchstone. So if you don't like Harry Potter, then... Go read the first book again or something. Like, why do you not like Harry Potter? Go try it again, because it's great. Go read the first book or watch the first movie. Actually, go watch Prisoner of Azkaban. That's the superior of all of the movies. But you should like Harry Potter more. It's great. And I'm not here for the Harry Potter haters. That's another prediction. No matter the topic, we'll most certainly go off on tangents. I'll try to bring us back to the right track, but sometimes you just gotta ride that runaway thought train, you know? I'm going to stop this train metaphor now. I also predict that I'm going to get annoyed about the female characters, or lack thereof. It may surprise you, dear listener, but I am a female. And I prefer to have awesome female characters in the media I consume. I'm predicting that there's going to be a lot of characters that come in for a bit and then they're killed. Or they come in to heal one of the main characters. Or they come in to be the love interest. Or they come in only to provide some kind of service for the main characters. Now, I won't harp on this too much, because that's just not fun to constantly berate on the same point, but I'm certain it will come up, so just get over it. I predict that I'm going to have a hard time getting into the first book, and maybe even reading the whole series. You see, when the books came in the mail, I had some second thoughts, because these are not small books with not big font. And it's also like old English. Okay, well, it's not old English, but it's not new English either. And think about it. The first Harry Potter book was a children's book written from the perspective of an 11-year-old. Pretty simple to read and process and digest. Lord of the Rings is a young adult book? Adult? What's the audience for Lord of the Rings? The books? Who did J.R.R. Tolkien write these books for? Because fantasy is mostly geared towards children, but these aren't from the perspective of a child. So I can't imagine that an 11-year-old would have an easy time reading this. And I know that good fantasy should be able to be enjoyed by all ages, but I can't imagine that too many adults would flock to it as well. So who did Tolkien write these books for? 
Remember what I said about tangents? That's going to happen. Who did you write these for, Tolkien? Anyway, finally, and this is the prediction that I hope comes true, I predict that I'll end up mostly liking Lord of the Rings. Now, I won't say love, not yet, because I have deep-seated commitment issues that we won't get into, but I hope that I come out on the other side of this, having really enjoyed the series. So that's it for now. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TolkienAboutPod. You can find me on Twitter at MCWatt416 and on Instagram at MCTurnDownForWatt. If you post something on the interwebs related to the podcast and you want me to see it or others to see it, use the hashtag TwitterPod. That's hashtag TWITAPod. But when you type it out, you have to read it in your head like you're saying Twitter badly. You know, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. It's a rule. You have to do it that way. Now, I would feel like a fraud if I didn't mention that this is definitely a bit inspired by Potterless. I've been listening to it a lot lately, and while technically the name for this came to me first, like a vision in that Target parking lot, most likely this idea was already buried deep in my subconscious, just waiting for the right time to emerge. So if you're listening, Mike Schubert, thanks for planting this idea in my brain without my knowledge. Let me know if you want to come on as a guest one day, and, you know, you can read another book that you haven't read before. That's what I'm talking about as a production of Bacon and Eggs. The fact that you're listening to this right now is largely because of Tyler Carlin and Ethan Edgehill of the Movie Lovers podcast, Bacon and Eggs. Somehow, I tricked them into thinking I'm cool on Twitter, and now they're my producers. Twitter is crazy sometimes. If you haven't already, make sure you go check out their podcast, Bacon and Eggs, where each week they discuss a movie and then, you know, some other stuff. It's on pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, you know the drill. The cover art is by Vaishan Brandon, aka Graphite. Go look him up on Instagram at graphite.vmb and support him because he is awesome. And I'm not exaggerating when I say I want to frame my podcast artwork. Is that is that too narcissistic to say that I want to frame my own podcast artwork? Because it's it's awesome. I love it so much. Thanks for listening. That's what I'm talking about.